0: Truth hurt, the truth heard, so you got to feel pain, and I gotta do work, I said I gotta do work Cause it's off with the name Savage Truth, the Savage Truth, is the Savage Truth, the Savage Truth, the Savage. This is the Savage Truth, and I'm your host, Pastor Roy Dockery. Thank you for joining us here on The Leadership Lab. The latest series season depends on. If you're listening to it on a podcast, it's probably a season. If you're watching us on YouTube, it's probably a series. I don't know, but we're already five videos into it. And so I hope you've been gleaning, but I also hope you've been practicing what you hear and what you're and what you're receiving, right? Don't just be a hearer of the word, be a doer also, because application is how you get Um, Because knowledge applied is wisdom, right? So we've already gone through five messages. Like I said, this is the Leadership Lab, and we're talking about how to be an effective leader in every aspect of your life. Um, I've already said it on the last four videos. This is the last video I'm going to say it on because this is a series or a season, or if you're listening to it on a podcast, join the Discord. It's the only thing in the description below. I don't really put descriptions of the videos. I just put content information about the website, all of that other stuff in the video below um in the description below. So do that and last time I'm saying it during the series. So we're going to move along. If you don't join after this, sure your problem, you're missing out. That's on you. Um what I want to talk about today, we just talked about empathy, so I hope that, you know, we're not just binge listening, watching. Um and if you do, take notes, go back, um, you know, reflect, apply, apply, apply this information. Um, But I want to talk about work-life balance. Work-life balance is a term that's thrown around often, but it's not really defined. Um, And even when it is defined, there's really no no practical advice on how to execute it, right? So first of all, I want to say that work-life balance isn't about trying to split the waking hours of your life between life and work. We know that's not a fair equation. If we get a healthy amount of sleep, which is the 8 8 of 8 to 9 hours a day, if we work in 9-hour day when you take the lunch and breaks out of the middle, you got a 9-hour day. If you add at least 30 minutes to travel on each side, that's 10 hours, so you got a 10-hour work day, 9 hours of sleep. That that that's that's 19 hours. <laughs> that's 18 to 19 hours, which only really leaves you 5 to 6 wake, uh, you know, waking hours to do anything other than work. So when people say that they want you to have a work-life balance, it's it's kind of disingenuous if it's not explained, right? So first of all, I am not going to say that work-life balance means you have to have an equal amount of free time to enjoy life as you work, because it's just not gonna happen, right? Um, it's, you know, rega- if you have a four-day work week, unless you live in Norway or Sweden or somewhere where they're giving you a luxurious uh, four-day work week, um, where you're not working 10 fours, right? I work four day work weeks in the military, but they were 12, 14 hour days, four days a week. Um, not something that I wanna go back to. So we have to we have to realize the fact that we're going to put more time into rest and working than we are into life just because of our 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 system, right? Our economy, like the way that we have to work to earn money for the vast majority of us, right? I know people who are artists. I know people who are entrepreneurs. And honestly, most of the people I know who don't have traditional jobs, they don't have a better work-life balance than me. They have a worse work-life balance than me. They actually have to work more. They have to be available more. They have less control over their schedule uh, because they're at the, you know, they're at the mercy of their fans. They're at the mercy of the algorithm. They're at the mercy of um, of their customers or their investors, right? So there's a lot going on that's going to tie up that time, going to tie up that responsibility. Um, that's going to make work-life balance a tug of war. But as a leader we have to understand as leaders that we can't just arbitrarily throw out there that people need to do more to fill themselves up in their free time because what we try cuz what we do in that regard is that we separate life from work because and i think that's one of the fundamental problems like if there isn't something at work that that's feeding into your life you will never have work life balance if you can't find something at work the the little thing right the i got the red stapler behind me from um from uh from office space right like if you can't find something at work that provides meaning or some level of significance to your life you will never accomplish work life balance you will always feel like you're working more than you are living because most of us somehow compartmentalize our minds that we are not living while we at work, that we can't enjoy what we're doing while we at work, that we can't have relationships and friendships and meaningful engagement while we are at work, right? While we're getting paid. Like, I can can work and live at the same time. I can walk and chew gum at the same time. We can do two things at once, right? I've built um, long-lasting relationships with people who are now close friends of mine at work, right? I remember I have a I have a video on the YouTube channel um, called From the Drive Through to the Boardroom. I don't know why. I, I think it was a, a gift from God, honestly, that I've always been able to find something that I enjoy because of the type of person that I am in the work that I do. Right? Whether it was arduous studying in the Navy nuclear program, like I would compete against myself. Um, and see if I could actually get the homework done before the class lessons were over. It was like I was racing myself and it was competitive and it was um, and it was engaging and it gave me like a sense of energy and balance because if I didn't do my homework during the day, then that mean I was going to be on 20 TAC 5s, which means you got to study for at least 20 hours a week, at least five days a week. And then that was taking time away from my wife. It was taking time away from my family. And so to... Create more of a balance. I actually had to be competitive with myself at work so that I could have more time, um, and that I could spend less time at work and be um, and be engaged with my my wife when I was newly married. So, work life balance is not just about hours at work and hours off of work. It's how we live fully. Including what we do at work. And I'll I'll get into this a lot in the next in the next the next message, the next podcast, the next video, when we talk about authenticity. But essentially, work life balance means you have to find a way to balance life with work. It's not treating them like two different things on plates that that I'm I'm doing some work and then I gotta stop doing some work and let me do some life and then like like no it's more balance like this like and you know for those who can't see my hands like I'm interlocking my hands right um like work life balance is more like the is more like the yin yang symbol than it is um than it is like the 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 weight the the weight of justice right like. Your like work is always going from a time consumption perspective until you retire, unless you're independently wealthy, um, is going to outbalance the number of waking hours that you have. So we have to first of all find ways where we can have a balanced life at work some of that comes through authenticity a lot of it comes from a relationship a lot of it comes from the relate you know the connection that we have with our leaders when we talk about empathy so as a leader we have to understand that if we want our employees to be happy if we want them to be healthy if we want them to be engaged that they've got to be able to live a little bit at work right some of that comes down to the dress code that you impose at work some of it comes down to um you know personal effects that you allow people to have on their desk or on their cubicle some of it allows some of it is you know do you allow people to listen to music like can people allow a Netflix comedy special to play in the background while they're arduously diving into numbers or or writing code like what can we do so that people can more effectively live like I know there are companies that put um you know uh gyms in their office like you know Facebook and a lot of the startups were notorious for having snacks in the office and just spaces creative spaces communal spaces right I know at my last company they put a ping pong table in the break room where it was just a place where people could go conversate and live and it wasn't anything substantial right we didn't restructure the whole office and make it real startupy because it was a more traditional company but what it did is it gave people an opportunity to live Right. It gave people an opportunity to laugh. It gave people an opportunity to smile. It gave people an opportunity to compete, to do something fun. Right. Like, I mean, you know, even if it's just the silly things like allowing people to feel like they can live, not like they're a prisoner to a task or a deadline or, or a critical path activity or a milestone that they can laugh, they can smile, they can relax, they can um They, you know, they can let their hair down a bit, right? Like even just the whole process of being buttoned up and uncomfortable in certain environments. Most of us don't need to be in a suit to do our job. This is what I would wear to work today, right? I'm not customer facing. It's internal. Like it's, this is a family meeting. Like let's, let's get together, right? Like um, have opportunities for people to do things and be silly. Ask people questions about their family. Like don't treat people like they're unidimensional and like they don't have any depth right? Like allow them to live at work. Allow them to talk about their children. Allow them to talk about their spouses. Allow them to talk about their hobbies. Allow them um, to to bring some life into work. And yes, that creates more of a dynamic. Yes, that requires you as a leader to get to know people individually. But let me let you in on a secret. If you don't know your people individually, then you're not leading them to begin with. You're managing them, right? Because I don't need to know you to manage you. To lead you, I need to know you like leadership is more like discipleship right it, it's more um it's more like that uh, that apprentice journeyman relationship like managing is you know the 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 methodology and the science behind assembly lines and counting numbers right it's just it's just output and you know input push something in push something out but leadership is different leadership is how do i get the most out of people even if me getting more from this person may not actually generate more of an output for me. Maybe more from this person gives us better marketing ideas, even though I'm in the service department. Maybe more from this person gives us innovation for the accounting team, even though it's not in my department. See, leadership will allow people to succeed beyond your scope of interest, right? That's just like good coaches. Good coaches develop basketball players to be far greater than them. And often, right, you're developing a player that will wind up leaving And going somewhere else, right? Leaving and going, contributing to the success of another team, um, of another conference, right? Um, Of of, of another, like somebody else might, you might teach a player to, uh, again, coach a player to their fullest development as a leader, and then they wind up accomplishing a championship with someone else other than you. But that's something that leaders don't worry about because you love the person, right? Like you care for that person. You want the best for that person. And sometimes the best for that person to accomplish work-life balance is actually to step down from a management role. Sometimes the best thing for a person to accomplish work-life balance is to take a different job at another company that doesn't require on-call responsibility or last-minute travel. Work-life balance is about finding balance between your life and work. But ultimately. It's to make sure that what you are doing with your life gives you balance, right? Like we have 24 hours a day to live. So everything that we do in those hours is us living, right? So so the the real question is, do you find balance in the way that you live? Because working is a part of it. Playing is a part of it. For, for for many of us, praying is a part of it. Like our 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 families are a part of it. The way that we lead, the way that we serve, like all of those things are, are ways that we try to exemplify our life, the way that we try to to, to add value with our life. So the the work life balance question is more really just saying, are you finding balance with your life? Like does your life feel balanced? And, you, and and you know when I when I feel when I when I know I'm at a place of balance, right? And I've had these ebbs and flows, especially in the last year, starting a new job, going to a startup that moves at a different pace. But I know I have balance when I have peace. And peace doesn't mean happiness. Peace doesn't mean elation. Peace doesn't mean temporary moments of joy. Peace just means it doesn't matter what's going on around me. I tell people all the time, peace can't exist absent of war. Peace does not exist in the absence of turmoil. Because if you've never known turmoil, how would you know peace? Right? If you've never known war, how would you know peace? Like You have to know and have experienced what peace is not to appreciate what peace is. But for me, I know I have balance in life when I have peace. Right? When something's not done, but I have peace. When something is pending and there's pressure to deliver, but I have peace, right? Like when there's more than I need to do at home and there's more than I need to accomplish, but I have peace. And the reason you can have peace is that you haven't been wasteful with your time. You've been sticking to your commitments. You don't say yes to things you should say no to. You don't say no to things you should say yes to. And you make it, you, you're, you're intentional. You're intentional about how you use your time and how you balance your life. So work-life balance is not about splitting a 24-hour day into eight hours of sleep, eight hours of play, and eight hours of work. It's about living a life that allows you to have balance, but then understanding that life is about balance in general Um, and not just your life, the life of the people that you lead. So help them find balance. And sometimes that's encouraging them to not take a promotion. Sometimes that's encouraging them to take another job. Sometimes that's mandating that they take time off. Sometimes it's reminding them um, to go to their uh, their doctor's appointments or to attend the appointments of their children and their loved ones so that they feel connected. Because ultimately, we need to find balance in life, not just at work. Because work is a part of what we do, right? Work is one of the ways that we live. And it's a choice that we all have so if you can't find balance if you can't find peace in what you're doing, then you probably <laughs> need to look into a different type of work so that's the message uh, for to for for this lesson for this series for this uh for this for this message and we will be coming back and we will be talking about authenticity which is one of my favorite topics um so I'll try to keep it less than fifteen minutes um but thank you for joining us um Keep ticking through with us. Um, if you're binge watching, please uh, be ready for the next episode. Grab your notes, grab some water, and we're going to dive into authenticity next. Thank you. God bless y'all. Peace out.